Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. a rehearsal of, of rhetoric, but I really do love the Lord. I love my wife, my children, but I love the Lord more than anything. Loving him more than anything makes it easier for me to love her. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you really love the Lord? The Lord asked Peter, do you really love me? Hallelujah. The Peter, Peter said, Lord, I love you. And God kept, Jesus kept asking him, do you really love me? He said, Lord, you know. The Lord really does know those of us that really do love him. Would you help me to appreciate the music ministry? of Tabernacle of Praise Church. And today I want you to give your own selves a hand because you certainly have helped invoke the presence of God on today. Hallelujah. I'm going to try my best to get in and out of your way. Glory to God. But I just thought it ironic. It even started in Sunday school. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Our getting closer to the Lord. Our wanting him more than, than anything. Glory to God. How many know that when you really do have, I'm going to say, a God experience, that there's, there's nothing else that compares, amen, to having that kind of, of experience from the Lord and so I'd like to invite you to go along with me in the word of the Lord and to the book of Revelation those of you that have your Bibles that won't be a hard thing to find it's the last book in the Bible just go all the way to the back Revelation go to the first chapter amen and we're going to be reading this morning from the 8th through the 18th verse. And I believe the, sta the stage is already set, man, for God to continue to do an outpour and an implosion of his spirit. When you have Revelation 1, uh, verse 8, say amen. I invite you to read along with me if you choose. Verse 8 says, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and was and which is to come, the Almighty. I, John, who also am a brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos. For the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. 
I said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia unto Ephesus and unto Smyrna and unto Pergamos and unto Thyatira and unto Sardis and unto Philadelphia and unto Laodicea and I turned to see the voice that spake with me and being turned I saw seven golden candlesticks and in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about with, with the paps, with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white as wool and white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burn in a furnace, and his voice as a sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. His countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead and he laid his right hand upon me saying unto me fear not I am the first and the last I am he that liveth and was dead and behold I'm alive forevermore amen and have the keys of hell and death Somebody praise the Lord for the word of the Lord. We're going to pray and in my communicating to the media team, I didn't do it in first person. But for you, I'm going to ask you to do this in first person. Would you just state my topic with me on this morning? Would you just say with me, I'm seeking to experience the manifest presence of God I am seeking to experience the manifest presence of God let's pray spirit of the living God Lord we come thanking you right now in the name of Jesus God we thank you that the stage has already been set the spirit of the Lord is poured out in this place God we pray that you would have your way right now in the name of Jesus God, you have orchestrated and ordained, oh God, for us to be here all at this moment in time. God, to hear the challenge that you have set before each of us. Hallelujah. That, to tell us that you're calling us to a higher place of praise and worship. You're calling us out of mediocrity, out of carnality. Hallelujah. Into a place that you would show us so that you might reveal your will to each and every one of us. Have your way now in the name of Jesus. God, we pray that you would come against uh, everything that will prohibit, oh God, uh, the people of God from hearing what the Spirit said to the church in the name of Jesus. Open up our hearts, God. Uh, open up our minds, Lord, that we might receive 
God what you have for us in the name of Jesus do it for your glory God do it by your power in the name of Jesus cause the weak to say I'm strong the sick to say that I'm healed in the name of Jesus glory to God hallelujah he that is weak declare that I'm strong in the name of Jesus do this for your glory God and we'll be careful to give your name the honor all of the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. God, we pray for your help now. Hallelujah. Take over, God. In the name of Jesus, uh, flow through us, oh God, and out of us. Uh, hallelujah. Cause our ears and to hear our hearts to receive what the word of the Lord is saying to the churches. In Jesus' name we pray. Uh, say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody give the Lord another hand of praise on the way to your seat. God is exalted and the devil is defeated in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but there is a driving passion in my heart that whispers to me and tells me that there is more to God. Okay, then I've already received and I'd like to think that I have received somewhat from the Lord. But how many know that it doesn't matter how, how long you've been receiving from God. Hallelujah. There is still more that God wants to do in your life. There's still a higher plane of which you can go and reach in the Lord. God is saying to the church in this hour, don't become satisfied. Don't become stagnant. Hallelujah. I am on the move. And I want you to move with me glory to God it makes me somewhat jealous of John who wrote of his encounter with God in the book of Revelation here it makes me envious of people like him who get a chance to catch a glimpse of of not this world but the other world Hallelujah, the, that that world that, that we can't see with our normal eyes in our own normal strength. There has to be a supernatural uh, 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 encounter with God where he takes us. Uh, hallelujah, how many know that God is still a revealer? He has not stopped revealing to his people, but he wants his people to come up to a place to where he can reveal himself, a world that some of us only dream about. And I know that there is more for me. And one of the reasons that I know that there is more, glory to God, because, uh, hallelujah, I've had an encounter with God before. And one of the things that I can say of a certainty and perhaps you can corroborate my story and, and, and be witness to my testimony that, that, that once you have had a real encounter with God, uh, hallelujah, I believe it prohibits you from ever looking back. You've had an encounter with God like this. You can't go back. You can't rebel against God because once you've had that kind of experience, uh, hallelujah, there's no way that you can turn away and forget what God has done in your life. And what I'm talking about is not just an argument or a doctrine. 
I'm talking about an experience. That's why the Apostle Paul says that I know in whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able, hallelujah, to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Unfortunately for too many in the church, amen, the only testimony that we would have is that, 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 is that I know of whom I have believed. Glory to God. One of the reasons that, that, that people, hallelujah, don't always stick, the reason why it takes so much on our part to close the back door uh, uh, of the church is because uh, it's, it's, it's comfortable, it's familiar for us to have a man encounter, hallelujah, where, where we become familiar with our worship style, uh, hallelujah, and our programs. Uh, glory to God. We have a man encounter, but I'm not talking about a man encounter this morning I, I'm talking about a God encounter where it's for unfor, you can't forget it's unforgettable to, 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 to get away from the majesty and the power of almighty God through the person of Jesus Christ those encounters Amen. It reminds me of such encounters like the encounter that Moses had at the burning bush Hallelujah, where God tells him to hide yourself in the cleft of the rock and I'm going to hide you and I'm just going to show you my hind apart as I pass by. And the glory of the Lord was so strong that, that the radiance, hallelujah, of God just passing by, it illuminated Moses' entire being. It reminds me of the tent meeting that, that Nicodemus had with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, he was never the same after he met Jesus. Zacchaeus in a tree was never the same after he and Jesus Christ had an encounter. And what we need more of, hallelujah, in the 21st century is a Damascus Road experience like Paul. When he was on his way to, to persecute the saints, <laughs> glory to God. And that experience, let me use my own imagination, left him saying something that we used to sing a long time ago. Is that I went to a meeting one night and my heart wasn't right and something got a hold of me. This speaks strongly of the difference between what we call the omnipresence of God and the manifest presence of God. The, the phrase omnipresence of God refers to the fact that God is everywhere all the time at once. He is that particle in the atomic nucleus. Glory to God in that atom that, that the nuclear physicists can't see. They can only trace. Hallelujah. He is is the composite of everything that is made both the glue that holds those pieces together in the universe as well as those pieces themselves hallelujah he is epitomized in John chapter 1 verse 3 where it says all things were made by him and there was not anything made that was made except it came through Jesus Christ and because of his omnipresence, it explains why a man can sit on a bar stool in a tavern. 
and be in an inebriated condition. For those that don't understand inebriation, he's drunk. Under the influence of alcohol. Hallelujah. And suddenly feel the conviction of the Holy Ghost. Without the benefit of a preacher, without the benefit of a choir or a teacher, without any kind of Christian influence at all, because God, hallelujah, literally right there is in the bar with him. And the mind-numbing ability of the alcohol to, to lower his ambition inhibitions also allows the Spirit of God, uh, hallelujah, to be released in his inhibitions as well because he becomes uh, a little bit more relaxed toward God. Uh, unfortunately, by the time the alcohol kicks in, uh, it's not always a choice of his will that has moved on him where God uh, has touched his heart. Uh, hallelujah. The conviction uh, is just the hunger that is the reality that's in every heart. Uh, glory to God because alcohol doesn't affect the heart. Uh, alcohol might reflect, affect the mind uh, but it doesn't affect the heart. The problem is when his mind finally recovers to discover an unbroken will he often will revert back to the thing that he was doing before because he will not consider that encounter with God to be legitimized, uh, hallelujah, to be validated, uh, glory to God, because a hungry heart inside of a man with an unbowed head, an unbowed mind, with an unbroken will, hallelujah, that's unsubmitted to Christ, uh, hallelujah, still a recipe for a life filled with misery. Now, if God can do that in a barroom, why would he, we should be surprised at all of the other things that God can do all by himself? He says, I'm a God that was and is and is to come. I can do anything all by myself. And while God is everywhere at all times, there are times when he has the ability to concentrate his being, his essence, like he did this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In the midst of people where we call that the manifest presence of God. And when this happens, uh, there is a very strong sense and awareness that God himself uh, has entered into our congregation and overtaken uh, the entire room. But this concept may disturb some of you theologically. You may be thinking that God is always, always here because he is omnipotent. Uh, that's true. But then why would he say in 2 Corinthians, I mean 2 Chronicles chapter 7, uh, hallelujah, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and seek my face. Hallelujah. Humble themselves and seek my face. Uh, seek his face. Why? Because his favor flows. Many of you have heard me say this time and time again. I believe it with all of my heart uh, that his favor flows uh, in whatever direction his face is turned. 
if I can get into the face of God, I don't have to worry about his favor because wherever his face is directed, his favor flows. This is a particularly interesting verse of scripture in that God told his people for all generations that if they would seek his face and turn from their wicked ways, then he would hear from heaven. He would forgive their sins and heal their land. And yet, how can God's people, I ask myself, have, if they're God's people, have wicked ways? And perhaps our wicked ways explains why we have been content in many cases just to be in God's vicinity rather than having the ability to gaze upon his face. To be able to focus our attention on the face of God. We're good at begging, hallelujah, at clamoring for God's hands. But when is the last time that you wanted to get into God's face? Hallelujah, when you wanted to climb up in his lap like a child does the parent and grab him by the face and say, I just want to spend some time with you. It's sort of like Dino in the Flintstones. Hallelujah. When Fred Flintstone came, comes home, hallelujah, he can hardly get through the door before Dino tackles him and begins to lick in his face because he's happy to see, hallelujah, his master. And to understand that yes, God is, is everywhere, but he doesn't turn his face and his favor everywhere. That's why he tells us to seek his face. Um, and he is with us every time that we meet with other believers to worship in service like we've done but 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 how long has it been since you really got hungry since you were ravenous for God hallelujah that caused you hallelujah to really play or put everything out and place everybody out of your focus and and just focus hallelujah on the presence and the face of almighty God to speak intimately with him. The children of Israel referred to this manifest presence of God as the Shekinah glory. And the, the word of the Lord said that when, when, when David began to talk about bringing the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem, that he wasn't interested in the gold-covered box. Hallelujah, with, with the old artifacts inside of it. No, no, he wasn't interested in that. What he was interested in was the blue flame. 
that hovered between glory to God the outstretched wings of the cherubims that was situated on either end of the box hallelujah he recognized that, that when the blue flame began to, to, to illuminate glory to God that anything was able to happen that they knew that they were in the presence of almighty God and whenever that glory manifests its presence glory out wherever God went there was victory wherever God went there was deliverance wherever God went there was power wherever God went uh, hallelujah there was joy uh, there was victory uh, uh, there was a blessing from God because the intimacy watch this the intimacy will always bring about the blessing the blessing won't always bring about intimacy but the intimacy will always bring about the blessing. When the anointing of God rests on the human flesh, it makes everything that you do flow better. And one of the clearest pictures of the anointing and the purpose in the Bible is provided in the book of Esther. When Esther was being prepared for the presentation to go before the king of Persia, she was required to go through a year-long process of purification. During which uh, she was repeatedly soaked. I say soaked in the fragrant oil of the anointing. Can you imagine one year of preparation just for one night with the king? And the logical side benefit of all of this soaking in baths in this perfumed oil was that every man who came near Esther would think to himself or probably be afraid to say out loud my my man you smell good nevertheless Esther would not give them the time of day because she was she understood the reason for that soaking the reason for that anointing glory to God hallelujah and you should never be distracted in pursuit of man's approval because the purpose of the anointing is not to make men like you it's to make God like you I don't know about you, but uh, it's far more important to me that the king approve of me. David was anointed by God long before he was appointed by man. And I don't know about you, I don't know, I don't know about you, but I do not want to be guilty. I praise God for the anointing, but I don't want to be guilty of prostituting the anointing of God. Having been soaked in his precious, uh, hallelujah, sweet smelling anointing, uh, I don't want to be guilty of just parading uh, around in front of God's people, uh, hallelujah, saying, look at me. We have to be careful not to be flirting, hallelujah, in front of people and parading around men, hallelujah, in some way, somehow get distracted and never make it in to the king's chamber. I'm saying that we prostitute 
the anointing. In the sense that we say stuff like, that was a really good message. She sang so beautifully. And I, don't, I know we don't mean any harm by that. We are sincere. Glory to God. But sometimes what happens if we're not careful, I mean, we start a, a clamoring for the approval of men. And too often we lose our focus in our, in our attempt to please men. Hallelujah. Somehow we lose the approval of God. And the purpose of the anointing is not to make you sound good, look good, smell good to man. Hallelujah. That happens as a byproduct. Hallelujah. Of the real purpose of the anointing. And the real purpose of the anointing is that you might find favor with the king. Because our flesh stinks in the nostrils of God. But the anointing makes us acceptable unto him. And the thing that I've noticed about the anointing is the anointing enables us to worship him better. The anointing enables us to, to, to minister much better. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And it's not about us. It's about being able to do that thing. Hallelujah. That will, would, would cause the other people to come along with you so that we all might enter into his presence. That we all might not just be dancing in front of the veil, hallelujah, but the anointing causes us to go from just a dancing in front of it into going in, hallelujah, beyond the veil. Into the glories of the Lord. The anointing helps us to transition from our flesh into the spirit by the holies of holies when the glory of the Lord comes we become like the prophet Isaiah our flesh is so weak hallelujah by the presence of almighty God and, and I'm not sure that, that many of you have ever been in the presence of God when you have really been in the presence of God by the time you come out there'll be a couple of people that'll witness this. By the time you come out, you are so weakened by the weight of the anointing that you need a nap. You need a period of time to recover. When the anointing really comes, God, God doesn't need you to do anything. He doesn't need me to do anything. When the anointing of God comes in like that, when we experience the manifest presence of God, I am a man without a vocation. How do I know that? In 2 Chronicles chapter 5, let me just read verses 11 through 14. It, it says, and it came to pass when the priests will come out of the holy place. For all the priests that were present were sanctified and did not them wait by course. Also the Levites, which were the singers, all of them of Asaph, Heman, Jeduthun, with their sons and with their brethren being arrayed in white linen, having cymbals 
and psalmstries and harps stood at the east end of the altar and with them a hundred and twenty priests sounding with trumpets and it came to pass see this is a situation where we don't have spectators that everybody is a participator that everybody understands I'm a priest when I come into the house of the Lord and priests never come into the presence of God without an offering and the offering that we offer up to him hallelujah is praise and worship hallelujah we don't think it robbery to bless the Lord out of our soul we are not cool. We are not reserved. Hallelujah. We are not sophisticated when it comes to the presence of the Lord. The Bible says that the 24 elders that surround the, the throne of God, when it's worship time, they come out of crowns, they come out of robes and everything else, and they bow down and worship. The Bible said it came to pass as the trumpeteers and the singers were as one to make one sound. It was like drum line. <laughs> to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord when they lifted up their voices with the trumpets and the cymbals and the instruments of music and praise the Lord saying for he is good his mercy endureth forever that them that were in the house hallelujah glory to God witness the house being filled with a cloud even the house of the Lord so that the priests could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God And so I've come to the conclusion that in God's manifest presence, I'm a man without a job. There's no need for me to try to preach when God's glory, hallelujah, his Shekinah glory fills the house. If God's Shekinah glory shows up, the people are already convinced of the holiness of God by reason of his presence. If, if the Shekinah glory of the Lord shows up, the people already are convicted of their unholiness. There's no reason for me to remind them. And, tell, and, and, and say you need to repent. God, hallelujah, hallelujah. When his Shekinah glory comes in, he replaces our programs with his manifest presence. Hallelujah. To take us to a higher place of worship, a higher place of service. So when the people walk through the doors of the church, when the people mingle with us in the mall or wherever we are, there's a residue of the presence of God that is still on us because we would carry the fragrance of having been in the presence of almighty God that is what we need today when that happens we won't have to worry about telling the devil and the demons to run They'll already know. I can't go there. There's a smoke 
Hallelujah. That's emanating outside of the building. I can't go in there. You won't have to tell. Hallelujah. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus because when the glory of the Lord, when the manifest presence of the Lord, hallelujah, glory to God, you won't have to scream scriptures. You won't have to threaten the enemy to pull down strongholds. Uh, hallelujah. We, we won't have to compromise with the adversary uh, because the purpose of the manifest presence of God is to set every captive free. The purpose of the manifest presence uh, is to destroy every yoke, to fulfill the word of God in his people. This is the day that the scripture should be fulfilled in our ears Lord take us take us higher I'm praying Lord hallelujah transform our thinking oh Lord manifest your presence among these your people we don't want to be left talking about you we want to be demonstrations of your power hallelujah we want to be the people of God hallelujah that you have assigned hallelujah to be the anointed ones of the Lord in this day and I just believe all that it takes is just one move of God. We're going to finish this the way that we started this. I know it's communion Sunday. But since everything has lined up, hallelujah, and has pointed to this, hallelujah, we're going to give God what he requires. Somebody... I know you need an individual breakthrough, but we need a corporate breakthrough. God didn't bring us here together just to have fun, uh, just to have a moment of sweating. Uh, hallelujah. He brought us here that we might leave uh, a deposit. Uh, hallelujah. In the womb of your spirit. Uh, he, he came uh, because you need the fragrance. Of the anointing of God to be on you. Hallelujah. So when you show up in the morning at work, the chaos will be calm because you bring with you the anointing. The adversarial, hallelujah, the hypocrisy, hallelujah, the hatred, hallelujah, it'll dissipate because you walked in the door. And how many know where the spirit of the Lord is? There is liberty. The spirit of the Lord is not just what happens in this house. The spirit of the Lord is what happens in your house. This treasure that we have in earthen vessels, hallelujah, is there so that we might make a difference in the world. And so I need you to help me. Help me to get a breakthrough. Hallelujah. 
glory to God to lift up our voices like a trumpet hallelujah cry loud and spare not hallelujah glory to God and ask the Lord to come in like a rushing mighty wind come in like a mighty hammer fill this house with your spirit in the name of Jesus cause your anointing to flow to fall on each and every one even while we pray even while we go forth move on us Lord saturate us yes Lord in the name of Jesus take out everything that's not like you in the name of Jesus fill us again with your spirit fill us baptize us in the Holy Ghost the anointing of God be here now the Shekinah glory the manifest presence take over God take over take over Lord take over break up the fallow ground take over loose the chains take over break the fetters take over let this mind be in us that is also in Christ Jesus yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord God I adore you I magnify you I lift up your holy name be exalted in this place in the name of Jesus yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord come the more God come the more come the more flood my soul saturate my heart renew my mind in the name of Jesus yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord I say yes to your will yes to your way great God that you are great God great God that you are hallelujah hallelujah let all the people praise thee hallelujah Psalm 47 and 1 says clap your hands all ye people clap your hands all ye people clap your hands all ye people shout unto God with the voice of triumph shout it out don't be afraid don't be intimidated by the enemy shout hallelujah hallelujah until the walls come down shout until the glory of the Lord be revealed Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. Glory to the Lord. Glory to the Lord. I will lift my eyes to the hills.
Hallelujah. From whence cometh my help, because my help cometh from the Lord who have made heaven and earth. And we bless, bless his name. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I want to experience the manifest presence of God. I've done it. It's happened to me before. I need him to do it again. Glory to God so that I might go higher in him. God bless you. We're going to move very quickly into our... Thank you, Jesus. Into our communion celebration. I want to... Thank you for listening today. If you want to learn more info about our church, visit us on our website at www.topchurchlv.com. We hope this message encouraged you to know you can live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us next week for another sermon to uplift your spirit. 